When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, no, Smithy, he's back next week, so you have to do with me uh, for only four more hours, fear not. Uh, one hour today and then three tomorrow. Uh, Staffy is coming up after midday. Love to get your contribution to the show. Best way to do that is text us on double eight double three, the Temper and Beer Post text machine. The show with Brand, your local John Deere equipment supplier. Uh, coming up later this hour, we'll have the Polaris Sports Desk and also hear from the aforementioned Mr. Mark Stafford finding out what he's got on his show. We're going to talk uh, some golf now. Always a wonderful time of the year, especially in these parts as we get uh, high-caliber golfing uh, action uh, near us and great time zones, of course. Uh, and we are delighted to wel- welcome in uh, Michael Gladden joins us, the tournament director of the 103rd New Zealand Open, presented by Sky Sport, which is now under 100 days away, also a board member of the New Zealand PGA. He is live from Royal Queensland Golf Club for the uh, Australian PGA Championship. I'm not at all jealous, Michael. Welcome in. Uh, thanks, Daniel. You sound like you're counting down on the day till you get out of there. That sounds terrible. <laughs> well, I have been filling in for, for Smithy. You know, it's a very big, important chair, and you always feel a little bit sort of, um, you, you're not up to it. And I got an no, extra he's a week. Hard so he's a hard yeah, act to follow. Yeah, I agree. I've driven all his audience away. So coming back to <laughs> beautiful, uh, wonderful. My mic's... Oh, I think my mic is dying. That's yeah, really annoying. Yeah, yeah. The mic, the and mic. I'm, yeah, it's not working. Yeah. That, that, that's all right. Daniel, you go sort that. Finn, Daniel's going to sort that. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll pick up here with Michael. Michael, Louie here. Pleasure to have you on the show, yeah, mate. Uh, and Thanks, I tell man. you what, of all of the times to get you on, this is this is perfect. I, I wanted to chat um, this week more about the Kiwi golfers that are going so well. And while this tournament is yeah. on across the ditch there, as Daniel pointed out, what a, what a yeah. great time for some of these young progressive Kiwis to really stake their claim because I just can't remember a more exciting time where everybody seems to be at top flight altogether. Oh, that's right, Louie. I mean, and, 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 you know, there's real depth there too. And it's, uh, you know, there's, there's even one or two, which is probably, which are in fact, definitely the domestically flying under the radar as a, well, a young boy, he's a slightly later developer, but Sam Jones, for example, and I don't know whether even any, too many people in New Zealand have followed his path, but he, he entered the, the very initial stage of trying to qualify for a DP world tour card. And so got through, I'd love to know how many in total teared up, but he got through first stage. He got through second stage, uh, so that he got into final stage. And the final stage is 90 holes of qualifying. Only 20 uh, or 30, I think, got their cards out of a field of about 150. And he finished seventh. I mean, and so he's on the DP World Tour next year. So there's an yet another name. Don't 
don't know about Sam Jones, but you know, closer to home as you say, Kazuma Kabori uh, doing so well, um, and really his only I think the only reason he didn't win last week was lack of experience, and experience counts, you know, um, and he will put that experience in his bank and he will win. Um, but then, um, then the likes of um, Kerry Mountcastle winning the week before, um, so yeah, there's a lot going on as you say, and it's really there's a strength and depth for the first time you know Dan Hillier of course doing so well and then you know the lovely Ben Campbell another one who you could say only reason he's a late developer is through injury but uh, but you know to see him win up in, up in Asia I was actually up in Asia last week uh, spent some time with Ben where he ran third again um, and you know and really when you're there and you're physically there and you see the conditions under which they play. When I'm talking about heat here, I mean heat and humidity, and it's just for not. It just blew my mind. And because the world is getting hotter, and we're not going to turn this into a climate change debate. But um, honestly, even the locals are complaining about how hot it was. I have never, never. I've played in the pro am. I've never been so hot on a golf course in my life. And these guys are concentrating and shooting. Ben Campbell on the third round shot 29 on the front nine of that on that golf course, which I reckon I'd had 29 after. The three holes. I mean, it's just my, it blows my mind how good these guys are, and we have got some Kiwis right at the right at that pointy end of the game. It's fantastic. You're so right. It's the depth. You know, for so yeah. long we've had maybe once a month or once every six weeks we would be having a New Zealander that would be making the, the back pages on a um, or you know, front pages, on, and it would it would just it, you know you'd get it sporadically and you'd go oh well we'll track him um, yeah. or we'll track her yeah. at the moment yeah. week after week after week after week and the the, yeah. the yeah. New Zealand golf ecosystem is just the cup is so full for so for someone like yourself with the New Zealand Open. You must be looking at this going, we will have a New Zealand name engraved on that cup, on that trophy, sooner rather than later. And it must make your job very exciting, facilitating a phase in these young men's career. Well, it, well, it does, and and I think you know you're, we're seeing it here. Similar things, of course, happened in Australia in recent years. You know, I think we're catching up here. But if you see, you know, when I first was, I mean, I've been coming to Australian tournaments for God knows how many years, longer than you were born, there, Louis. But um, but you know, when when I first used to come here, it was all you know, Peter Thompson, Cal Nagel, uh, Bob Shearer, Surgeon. They had a plethora of domestic play. Then they kind of went through a phase with it, with only having you know, not only, but you know, having the Greg Norman and the Adams. And Jason Day, they're playing around the world. and But now they've made a point, and they used to try and bring in a Jordan Speed or something like that to these tournaments. Now they have got such, like us, they've got such strength. And so you look at this tournament here this week, you've got, you know, you've got Cam Smith, you've got Mark Leishman, you've got Adam Scott, you've got Minwoo Lee, you know, you've got, and, and, and I go on, they've got so many world class Australian players. And it just makes. This, this Australian tournament just so much more meaningful to the Australians. And as you say, we're now able to duplicate that in New Zealand. Our biggest challenge is going to be just making sure it all fits with these guys' schedules because they all play mm. around the world and we're all clashing. But um, that's a good problem to have because we've got we've got players, um, you know, I'd like to say coming out of our ears, but we want them all and we want them all playing in New Zealand. And they're all they're all keen to play, they all want to play, but obviously, you know, it's, everything's going to depend on their schedules. So, so what's the mail on the ground there in Queensland, uh, Michael? Because I, I saw Cam Smith saying that he's kind of conceded he's going to have to go to the far corners of Asia so he can play in the Olympics. We, we, I think we spoke to you on this show when 
that bombshell of a Thursday or Wednesday morning happened around yeah. the, the Live and PGA Tour developments. And, I mean, that feels like an eternity ago. This week you've got the Live guys yeah. teeing it up next to the PGA Tour guys. But it, for some reason it just yeah. feels like resolution is further away than it was a few months ago. So, I mean, what's the mail on the ground and how complicated is it becoming for these leading pros to get their schedule under control? Well, you know, it, 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 it is complicated. And, of course, that's, you know, if you think of the impact of live, and, and it hasn't all been negative, but one of the impacts is, of course, effectively it's added another, you know, 15 tournaments around the world. So when you try and then say, okay, let's all, let's all hold hands and work together now, well, you can't add another 15 tournaments to an existing schedule, can you? So something's got to give somewhere. There is arguably too much golf going on, uh, and, and, and that's not really necessary for the good of the game. So, look, I, I don't know how that's ever going to shake out. I really don't. And I think all the players are questioning that as well. But you know, speaking to Cam Smith again yesterday, um, he has, which he said to me in past occasions, uh, and he again reiterated that he will come back and play New Zealand Open. As soon as he can work it into his schedule, he will do that. So that's not going to happen this year because there's a live event opposite us. And it's, you know, it's just going to be a challenge. And it's going to, it's a challenge for all players at all times. So I was up in Asia recruiting players and, and, the, and, and uh, you know, I would say without exception you know the, all the ones I want to get want to come but it's all going to depend on, on their schedules and um, and you know some of them might be playing live golf next year of course now there's an opening for players to win their way onto the live tour which has never existed before so yeah it's a complicated world and, and as you rightly say Louis are we closer to resolution on it I'm not sure we are I don't think anybody thinks we are and I, I you know who knows certainly the key players don't know so that tells you something <laughs> I'm back. I'm on the I'm on the backup mic to the backup mic. Well uh, thank you, Louis. Yeah. Brilliant job. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> the front I, I, mic, I'm... and you're the backup mic. I've got it. Got exactly. Uh, all, uh, uh, all, just a drummer on the band, mate. Just a drummer on the band, Michael. That's all I am. Um, I, I haven't heard all you've discussed. I've just picked up you talking about. Look, fair to say, for the 103rd New Zealand Open presented by Sky Sport, you've been priced out of the market for John Rahm. Uh, <laughs> well, you know the the interesting thing then is that we've always had a strategy, uh, rightly or wrongly, uh, that we won't pay parents money and uh, and we never have and we never will. And so um, players know that. And so, no, no, you know, no longer do, do we get asked. Uh, players know, managers know. And, and yet we still are able to attract players and we're talking to some decent players and uh, we will have a very strong field, um, many of whom people will know, many of whom people won't. But, um, but I can assure you there are going to be some great players coming to our tournament. Any names you want to tell us now, or are you going to reserve that the right no, to announce it on no, your own for terms? For a number of reasons, number of reasons, because I just said, Louis, that you know the tough part with all these guys is actually working out their schedules. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just repeating myself here, but you know, Cam Smith has said to me that he will play in the tournament. He reiterated that to me again yesterday, but he won't. But of course, there's a live event opposite us, so he can't, he cannot play this year again. We tried hard last year, but there's a live event the week before, and it was in Mexico to get him from Mexico to Queenstown was literally impossible in time. So, you know, worldwide. The the world golfing calendar is very crowded. You know, back in the day when I was young, <laughs> you know, uh, um, you know, tours had breaks, but they just don't have breaks, right? I mean, this week is the start of the DP World Tour. Last week was the finale of the DP World Tour. You know what I mean? So it's just like they literally don't have a week off between the end of one season and the start of the next season, which is nuts, really. There's not many sports in the it world is. that do that. 
it's nuts. Um, but of course, it's it's. Dare I, am I allowed to say it's a bit of greed? You know, everybody wants. You know, there's just there's so much money floating around in the world of golf. It's kind of like scratching your head. Interesting yeah. in, interview with Frank Frank Noblo recently, where he sort of talked about that, and you know, did was that sustainable? It's an interesting question. But again, that's for the long term. We can't solve that or the Gaza war, frankly. So. Yeah, and I think those criticisms are fair and those questions are fair, Michael, but it's not just the domain mm-hmm. of golf. There's a lot of other sports have gone down that path, yeah. We're utterly saturated, yeah. but um, yeah. you, you yeah. keep going down that path if you keep getting paid and, and the money is there. And That's to it. hear, and I That's don't right. know how much truth that there is to this John Rahm story about, you know, being offered in excess well above the three hundred million pound he was originally offered. It's just mind numbing. But what I do know is a massive star. Um, if if he's lost to the PGA, how big a deal yeah. is that? You would think. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's yeah, it does. I think that's such a hypothetical question because in theory, the yeah. PGA and, and Liv are all going to work together, so that he won't be lost. You know, and and I, I think no matter what happens, there'll be some sort of coming together where the best yeah. players in the world are playing more than four times a year. You know, um, at the moment they can only play together in the in, in the uh, in, in the um, you know, in the majors. So, look, I, I think I think there has to be yeah. a, a shakeout uh, for the good of the game. And I think that, you know, if nothing else, the fact that the two parties are at least talking to each other is a positive. Whether those talks end up in, in, in meaningful uh, cooperation or slash joint venture or whatever, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Uh, one more from me. Um Unless Louis uh, has figured out there's something we haven't touched on, I'd just like to know from your perspective how is golf positioned to grow? I, I do I did hear you guys talk about how many fine golfers we do have, and we should mm-hmm. all be proud of that. Mm-hmm. So, how well is the sport positioned to grow in comparison to other sports in New Zealand? It's it's a fairly fierce com, uh, com, competitive market for especially young athletes. We, we've seen some yeah. great stories of other sports growing fast. How, how do you look at New Zealand and golf in particular? Well, I, th- I think the the most positive aspect, uh, you know, and and I think it's it's going to be a stronger factor for for the growth. Or you, we're talking now uh, growth of the game, sort of at the at the top end professional level. As you're talking about, or, or at the or at the participation level. A bit of both, really, I guess. Because okay. if you so want to feed into the, the pointy end, you want to suck un- suck up as much talent yes. underneath. You do, you do indeed. So, so I, I guess on the positive side, and because I've always felt that there's been a limitation, and that limitation is going away, is that we are getting better at quality, world quality golf courses. So, so young players are getting, you know, they can play on the, you know, from everywhere, you know, these great courses that we have in Queenstown and in, and in Taupo and in, and in, uh, you know, Kidnappers and and Cowrie and TRI and uh, uh, etc. We have these great courses now, which many years ago we, you know. We had maybe one, you know. Now we've now there's 12, 15 really good golf courses with good facilities. So that at the pointy end of the game, I think, does help the game. It helps it enormously. At the bottom end of the game, we're still a, a nation that has a lot of golf courses, so people can play the game. It's still relatively accessible. The scary part, I think, is that the cost of playing the game is increasing at a fairly dramatic pace. Now we understand that. Yeah. We understand the cost of maintaining golf courses, and and then we see the debacle as golf harbour and things like that, and you kind of go, oh, that's just a lot. You know, please 
please, 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 I think the nation must maintain public golf courses uh, and that those public golf courses must remain accessible. And places like Chamberlain Park are such an important part of the whole golf ecosystem. And if you just keep building the TRIs and forget about the other end, you're going to have a problem. So I think right. that's something that, that the games custodians, which is certainly not me, but it is Golf New Zealand, have to work hard at. I think it's something that, uh, you know, the, the entry level is... is you, because what you said was absolutely right, Dan. You know, you, you, you can't fend a pointy end if you don't have a whole bunch going in at the, at the, at the shallow end. And, uh, and, and you've got to really, uh, you, you've got to remind yourself of that. Actually, I've just been to Singapore last week and there's a massive, there's one massive 36 hole public facility and it's just about to be closed down uh, and turned into housing. And it's just like, you know, and there's not, I mean, Singapore's not a big place landscape wise. I understand the value yeah. of real estate and why it's happening. But, you know, and I'm not suggesting Singapore is a hotbed of golf, but, but you know, there are, <laughs> that will make tens of, tens of thousands of workers, if you like, in Singapore who can afford to play on this public golf course. Can now will we'll no longer have anywhere to play, and and yeah. you know that's just not good for the game. And the game is is traditionally at the point at the uh, higher socioeconomic end. But in New Zealand, we've not had that, right? In New Zealand, we've had it accessible yes. to the to so which and and that's great, you know. And God, I think that's so important. I really do. Uh, I'll let you get back to watching things on uh, Royal Queensland uh, for the Australian yeah. PGA Championship. You can watch Josh Geary. I think he's one under through two. Denzel Yunamir is out there. What, what, what Kiwis are you keeping an eye on? Have you got a little smoking on the on the Kiwi front for us? Yeah, I'm just well. You know, I was uh, Sam Jones. Unfortunately, got off to a poor start this morning, but um, keen to see he'll bounce back. He'll be fine. Uh, you know, with Kazuma and Phil. Ben Campbell pulled out. I'm with you aware of that, but um, he, he is yeah. literally exhausted, and, and I'm, I'm pleased for his personal sake that he has taken a break. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I look, I any Kiwi that does well is, is fantastic by me. But there's some great young Australians too, and you know, I think it's it's a really strong field, a fantastic field. It's a big Great tournament. It's on Sky Sport this week. I'm certainly I'm home on Saturday. I'll be watching the final round Sunday. So if you, if my wife's listening, would she please not plan anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Cash in those brownie points, Michael. Thanks so much for your time. We do appreciate it. It's Pleasure, nice Dad. and early over there. Okay, buddy. Enjoy, enjoy the spectacle today. Thanks so much. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, mate. See you. Bye. Uh, that's Michael Gladden, Tournament Director of our own uh, New Zealand Open, the 103rd edition coming your way in under 100 days' time, presented by Sky Sport, also on the board of the New Zealand PGA. Quick look at uh, what's happening at the Australian uh, PGA Championship. Very, very early days. Uh, you've got Alvis Smiley. What a magnificent name, Louis Herman Watt. Alvis Smiley, the Australian who leads minus two alongside a bunch of other Australians like Cameron Davis. No, not that Cameron, a different one. Um... Uh, Minwoo Lee, also uh, two under the card. Coletta, uh, Zunik, it's all very early. Um, I think uh, Smiley, Elvis Smiley, my new favourite golfer, is uh, has only played eight holes. He's only played eight holes. We'll continue to follow that, uh, I'm sure, not only the course of today, but in the coming days. Uh, well done, Louis. Thanks for, for jumping in. Um, that headset is gone. Completely gone. No, no, I've, I've officially talked too much crap, and it's retired. Right, I think you've wow. had enough. Dark clouds loom. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Te uh, message to tech team, send new headset. We do quite a bit out of this Wellington studio. It's 22 minutes after 11. Uh, we will take a break and be back with more shortly, including the Polaris Sports Desk.